Greetings, adventurers. I am a player this week, and my name is Michael DeMaro. My pronouns are he, him. With me this week, Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. My pronouns are he, him. Jennifer Cheek. Hello, everyone. My pronouns are she, her. Mike Bachman. Hey, everybody. My pronouns are he, him, and I can't wait to get started. Nika Howard. Hey, guys. I am so happy to be here. My pronouns are she, her. And special guest slash game master, Pat Edwards. My pronouns are he, him. Hello. Guys, it's a Friday night. It's a freaking Friday night. Pat Edwards, why the heck are we here? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. So we are here because of our good friends at Eldritch Foundry, Mm -hmm. one of the best custom mini design engines out there. You can design your own minis, have them 3D printed and shipped to you. They also like to create stories and content around their minis. And they reached out through a good friend of mine, Katie, who is their head of marketing. And they wanted a winter holiday themed adventure that could showcase some of their mini designs that they put together. Asked if I would be interested in writing that for them. So they hired me to write that. I did. It got a little bigger than we anticipated. I just couldn't stop myself. So we're here today to play a heavily modified version of the short adventure I wrote called How We Saved the Grateful Gathering. And I'm going to go ahead and drop a link. They got it all rendered with artwork and layout and it's digital PDF and you can get it for free. Amazing. At the link I just dropped in chat. So if you just go to eldritchfoundry.com slash gratefulgathering, you can download the whole adventure for free. We are going to do a modified version of that tonight. So cool. Made to kind of fit in with your characters that you're playing in the Greetings Adventurers campaign. And make sure we can get it done in one night. As I mentioned, I went a little bit uh, over the top with it. The whole adventure itself at home, you can turn it into like a five, six session mini campaign. There's enough content in there. That would be so fun and cute to like have a little holiday campaign. Yeah. Yeah. In the season. Mm-hmm. And you go to Eldritch Foundry, and then if you use the promo code at checkout, Geekly10, yes. you get 10% off your very first order. And I think we get a kissy on that on the back end. So, we do. free adventure, free custom designs. Sweet. Heck yeah. Go around there, poke around there, and get yourself some nice Geekly10. Yeah. And if you're listening to this in the spring, for whatever reason, go ahead and try it. Because it's it told me it's going to be up indefinitely, that code. So Hell yeah. Well, you'll have it for next time. Yeah. For next year. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump in. Last time, we all saw Screech, Rourke, Celine, and Chuck. They had just met up with the big top traveling circus and magnificent menagerie. That is accurate. They met the ringmaster, Barnabas Rumbletoes. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Things didn't seem aren't going great, I believe. There's some chaos happening, some fires, the menagerie the animals are loose. So we're going to open up on that scene. The chaos unfolding, our heroes not sure what to do with it. Michael, is that allowed? Are you is that okay? I'm making a home alone face. <laughs> <laughs> However, before Screech Wark, Celine, and Chuck can essentially do anything, they are approached by a curious individual. Michael, do you want to describe this individual? Uh, yeah, he's wearing um, wizard-looking robes, uh, like really over-the-top ones with like like a big wizard hat with like stars and moons and stuff on it. He has a, a nimble gait, let's say, 
uh, maybe not someone who seems as they've been hunched over books their entire life. But uh, he's, you know, on the younger side. Uh, he does have a scraggly beard and such. Um, you think he's maybe a half-elf? Okay. Why'd you say it is if you just made that decision right then and there? <laughs> no, he's a half-elf. But you're thinking maybe he's a half-elf. You don't want to make assumptions. And I think, isn't he holding a, a snow globe? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And he goes, the magicians won't leave their trailer. We have to deal with this first. Before any other stuff, this first. Uh, okay, who are you? What's happening? Before the fire? Okay. This is bigger. This is so much bigger. Wow. Whoa. Uh, well, um, it sounds like maybe you, uh, I can help you. Um, the jokester I gave have... us this, uh, this snow globe i think all right and uh you want us to go deal with this magic snow globe thingy i mean if the jokes are anything to do with it i don't don't love that as the weird dude in in the very stereotypical wizard garb is ranting and raving about this snow globe his thumb kind of grazes this little switch on it and there is a flash of blinding white light that encompasses your vision, a complete whiteout. What the hell? And the next thing you know, you are falling, all of you. Only for two, three seconds. It's really, really fast. And then there is a, a thump as the five of you land in the back of a wagon that is bumping and rustling and speeding oh. along. And you hear shouting and growling. What the fuck? And one of the first things you notice is it's cold. You feel very cold. I want to grab this asshole wizard by the throat. Like, what did you do to us? You son of a bitch. He grabs you at the same time. And he goes, what did you do to me, you son of a bitch? You did it. No, you did it, you, you son of a bitch. Was, we weren't here until you guys were here. Screech grabs a snow globe. He's like, what did this do to us? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And you look, and at the front of the wagon is a young halfling woman with a little dog curled up. And you see that the, the wagon is this very large sort of cargo wagon. It's being pulled by a creature that looks like a giant bison that is stark white. It's hide and fur, pure white. And you are hauling ass across this uh, flat plain of snow. She goes, who the fuck are you? We... Who the fuck are you? What is happening? Who the fuck am I? This is my fucking wagon. I'm Poppy Wonderkin. I'm the mail carrier and I'm running from them. Well, we're here to take care of them. Perfect timing. Hey, who's them? <laughs> As Rourke says that, you hear growling. Poppy might be a thief. Poppy, are you a thief? No, I'm not a fucking thief. I'm a mail carrier. Who the fuck? Are, where'd you come from? Um, you hear this snarling and growling from behind where the wagon is going. But is the wagon traveling at a pretty good speed? Or are we like pretty fast? Yeah. Ooh. Like I would say like twenty-five miles an hour. Whoa! Is there anything on the wagon? Yes, there are large, huge burlap sacks. Perfect. Amazing. Tied off. One of them's kind of half open, and you see like gift wrap presents. Aww. If. We look out behind the wagon. Can we see the thing that's snarling running after us? Absolutely. You see about four creatures sort of loping after you, and they basically look like, I want you to picture silverback gorillas that are completely white, but with the heads of wolves. That's terrifying. That's sick. And they are loping after the wagon, snarling. Take the bags and throw them. And Rourke what just is- grabs Wait, the bag what? and starts throwing it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, no, that's mail fraud. I taught you better than that. No, don't, don't fucking do that. No, no. We need those. We need those for the gathering. Quit, Rourke. No, bad. Uh, okay. Oh, this would be a perfect time for a fireball. I think that 
the first time no one no one on our side has been in danger when a fireball is cast. <laughs> if you don't have some fucking magic, you better fucking use it. You got no, it. No, we don't have magic. That's illegal. Um, yeah, just turn around. Don't look back here, okay? Who is this guy and why the is... The fuck you talk about magic not illegal? You fucking nonce. Oh, oh, uh, well, okay, we'll uh. get back to that in a second, but, um, can I blast him? Shoot her! It's, yeah. You're my clever girl. That's right. So this is a deck save, Pat. Okay. Uh, it's a fireball, so there's a 20-foot radius. I think it probably gets all of them, is my guess. Yes. Celine rears back, conjures this 20-foot radius burst of fire. It erupts. It instantly you know, vaporizes a bunch of snow on the ground. There's steam. These creatures that are called primal hounds, Ugh. they yelp and cry out in pain. And then there's whimpers. And like that, they turn and scatter and head back toward. You can see behind you is a thick, massive forest that you seem to be going, traveling away from, and they're heading back toward it. Primal hounds are not overly malicious creatures, they're just predators. They were looking for an easy meal. They don't want to work too hard. And a burst of fire is plenty enough to deter them. Think this is not worth it. Nice job, Celine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So with Celine unleashing that burst of fire and scaring off the creatures, Poppy kind of pulls on the reins and her the creature, it's called a rhyme hide. It's this big, giant, stark, white, buffalo-type creature. Kind of slows to a very small, very slow, leisurely trot. And she kind of whips around. And you actually notice... Are there bells on this thing? A few, a few bells, yes. a few. You actually notice she's not like in great shape. She actually has a like, gash like above one eye. She, and she's Poppy like does or the, forming. The... Poppy does. Poppy does. And she goes, she's like, okay, 
That was great. Now, who the fuck are you? Okay, so, so, um, we did not intend to show up here, um, and I am starting to gather. You said something about magic not being illegal here? No, why would we? I mean, we don't get much of it, but those who do are revered, and it's great. Who the... Who would have to love magic? Uh, Apparently, saying swears is legal here, because she sure likes to say a lot of swears. Yeah, fucking... I mean, I get it out when I'm outside of town. They, you know, they like some decorum in town, so I kind of get it out of my system when I'm on... Fuck it, is what I say, baby girl. Yeah, fuck it, right, fuck Fuck it. Fuck it, man, who knows? But, again, you're... Okay, hold on, because you're blowing my fucking mind here. Are you you saying... This jack-off... Uh, made us teleport here with that snow globe, I assume. I thought it was you who made me teleport here. We would never do that. I don't know you. You're the one with the... I, I assume it's a magic item. You saying you teleported here? Yeah. Can I push the switch on this snow globe? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I do that. Because I, I assume I'm still holding it. Yeah, you go back, and uh, that's the stream, everyone. Have a good Adventure night. Adventure over. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'd figure it out. <laughs> Take that. We're so good at this. Screech, you mess with it, and you flick it. I know Screech, you're a master of uh, messing with gadgets and things, but it does nothing. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a master of getting viruses on my mom's computer. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, wait, did you just fucking say you teleported here? Or something. That's not possible. No one's come or gone out of Winter's Mercy in centuries. Oh, this is like a fucking Narnia situation, gang. Do you, so you don't know where you are? No. The last time... Let, let me be real with you. The last place we were at was a circus and it was on fire. <laughs> and now we showed up here. I feel like this is the exact opposite of an on-fire circus. Did you guys cause that fire at the circus too? No, you know we didn't! Oh my god, we were trying to help! What's your name, you <laughs> fuckface? Oh, you don't even know this one. I don't know who it no. is. I hate it. <laughs> my name's Enwin Santa Bar. What's your fucking name? I'm Chuck. I'm Screech. Why are you wearing a dog costume? I... Uh, Pull the mask down. I mean, I'm Beholder Doodle. Oh, that makes sense. I'm Celine, magic user. So I can just say that here. Is there something wrong with your scalp? It looks kind of scabby. My scalp? Yeah. You can't see that. It's it's fine. And Celine puts a hood up over her head. She looks great, okay? She just changed her hairstyle. I mean, look, the hair looks great. Who are you anyway? I'm Enwin Santabar. I'm the head magician of, of uh, the big top... Magical menagerie or whatever. Oh, okay. So you're, right. oh, so you're the head magician of the menagerie, and I should be listening to you. Okay. Okay. Oh, do you think it was easy for me to climb the ranks? In a society that doesn't have a lot of magic, I'm curious how you did it. But maybe we should save that for a canon episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, if you, I'm getting kind we're of sidetracked. We're just gonna like argue for like yeah, 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 yeah. several hours. <laughs> I'm into it. Just yell at each other. Sorry, Poppy. You're on the way to like the gathering of the yeah, we're... jugglers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just need you to understand. I'm gonna try and put this in perspective. Um, this is called Winter's Mercy. It's a kind of a large region that is completely encased in a magical dome of ice. And no, not nary a soul has been able to come or go from the dome in nigh a millennia. Well, nice job, Santa Bar. You put us in a... And teleportation magic not supposed to work Wait, here. it's inside of a globe? Oh. 
Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Show, it, show her the uh, the snow globe. Uh, What's your world called? Because we, we uh, you're not from the world of Ood. Are you familiar? Ood? What the fuck's an Ood? Ood. It's our world we live in. Ood. It's outside the dome. Ood? Ood is the name of the world? Ood. Ood. U-U-D. It's, it seems lazy. Okay, I don't want to go into it too much. Basically, the outside world, the world outside the dome is shite. Right? It's shite. It's cons mostly consumed by the waste. That's where my house is. You watch it. I mean, I don't know if I can really argue with you there. Oh, um, that's true. It is kind of shitty. We don't know where we are. You're from the wastelands? Because it's a pure waste outside the dome. Ugh. I don't think we are. I don't think we freaking are. And it was unleashed by a vengeful god. And uh, the people of this area used to have a demigod called the Ice Knight that would pr protect them. The Ice Knight sacrificed themselves. Like Ice Spice? <laughs> None of this shit makes any sense. I haven't heard of any of this. Okay. This artifact must have just like teleported us here. Does uh, the, the whatever's inside of this snow globe, does that look familiar to you? Or are we... Is there a third world inside it now? Oh no! I would say this, the snow globe, for whatever reason, just is like a nice like quaint like cabin with trees. It doesn't look like a region or anything. Do you recognize this? <laughs> If I smash the snow globe, will it smash the real ice dome? Oh my god, don't do that. We'll die. <laughs> it doesn't it does look like either we'll die or we will not be able to get back <laughs> where we were. Uh, I don't know. Switch doesn't do anything. No, okay. Um Do you have somewhere where are you going? Because I'm cold. Yeah. Do you have anything to eat? Do you have games on your phone? Uh yeah, she she tosses you some uh honey bark root, it's called. Some like it's like some dried to chew on it's good it's got a little sweet kind of sweet and bitter and does it have tree nuts so basically she explains to you you're in this region called winter's mercy winter's mercy is a it's a, a couple thousand square miles completely encased in this magical dome of ice basically the outside world as far as they know the rest of it is completely consumed by this desolate waste that was unleashed by a god there was a demigod called the ice knight who was defender of this region of the world who couldn't pull push back the waste except they basically sacrificed themselves and un unleashing this burst of energy that froze the waste created the dome mm. for almost a millennia the people of Winter's Mercy have lived in relative peace you know little minor incidents here and there over the over the centuries but nothing crazy but they can't leave no you can't get in and out no one's ever come in and out no magic crosses through the dome like the there are, which she explains, there are four major towns in Winter's Mercy. Most of the center is taken up by a frozen lake called Glacier Plains that's just desolate. And so there's four towns around this ring. And every year they have a holiday. And it's the eve of this holiday called the Grateful Gathering that takes place over the course of a week where they travel around to the four towns and celebrate in each town. She's on her way with a bunch of delivery of gifts and presents to the quaint serene village of Hazel Bluff, where that's where the first day of celebrating is supposed to commence. Is the uh, is the ice dome, like, how, how clear is that ice? It's actually, it's kind of cloudy. Okay, so you can't see shit outside? I mean, especially it, it, where you are, because you're closer to, you can see actually the edge of the frozen lake to the east, what would be the east to your left, and it's kind of hard to see. It's kind of like toward the horizon and it's just like kind of this like whiteness this like white blanket because it, it goes up very very high too, though the dome well that's peculiar you got no fucking idea how peculiar like this literally never happened in recorded history 
Also, weird shite has been happening all around the preparations for the holiday. Stuff's gone missing. Mm. Some people think it's bandits. Some people think it's mythical, made-up f- villains from children's fairy tales. I'm missing two of them. They call it, they're back in the woods. I'm afraid something's happened to them. Um, well, maybe it's connected. Whatever is allowed us to enter in here is maybe yeah. it's wreaking havoc yeah. here. On, on you know, we was we was going through the pass in the gingerwood and like snow and ice started raining down on us. That's how I got this gash. Oh, gosh! I watch out for those icicles. And I just booked it, and the hounds then chased me after I gotten out of the woods. So I don't. Fucking hell! I swear I don't believe in fairy tales, but You're like in one. the kids are saying is. It's Baron Coldbones who's come back to ruin the holiday, but I don't believe he exists. I think he's probably up to his old antics, I would say. You do- okay. I'm also 47% sure we're dreaming, so I think we can just, like, go hog wild here. You know, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Weird things happen with magic, so mostly I'm just saying that so you don't go try to, like, jump off a cliff or mm. something because you think you can fly. Right, like, right. I wouldn't assume that. I wouldn't assume that. Okay. So we're abandoning your friends. They're dead. Where? No, I mean, I kind of, I, I, I was going to get to town and then maybe send some people out to find them. But I got to get these packages too. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, the packages are definitely more important than your friends. I feel like you're taking the piss out of me for not being more brave. I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm a wee, I'm a mail carrier. I'm not a hero. I'm not a warrior. Okay, you give us the wagon, we'll deliver the presents, and you go out into the woods and get your friends back. Okay, so you can take all the credit for doing my job, and I go die. I mean... I mean... I mean... Does anyone know you're out here? (laughs) (laughs) Draws a knife. (laughs) Does anyone know you're here? (laughs) Sugar Plum growls at you. Well, yeah, Michael has a great point. Let's steal all of these presents Uh and join Baron Bones and... uh, Baron (laughs) Cole Bones? I, well, now I'm done with him. <laughs> you guys have turned evil when you got here. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be somebody who can fix. I think we got to find somebody to fix the globe too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we really want to, the, the the dome to come down because then the, the waste will encroach and consume us all. We just want to leave. We don't care about your place. Oh. Yeah, no, I re- I really could not. There are so many problems in our own world that, like, to be honest with you. But here's the thing. Do we know that if we take down this dome, the outside is our world? I'm not sure. This might be a different dimension entirely. Yeah, I feel like we're in the dream dimension. This is a dream. That's don't. I said don't assume it's a dream. Y'all got any orphans here? I don't think it's a dream. Because I got, like, I'm like a, I'm a real person. Yeah, I think this is more of a dimensional situation. Mm. So I just, you know, before we decide, um, I'm it, listen. If, if we knew for sure, it would get us back to our world. Take take down the dome. Fuck this dome. But we don't know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, let's get gather a little more information first. And okay. Probably what I was saying before these chuckle fucks here were talking nonsense is that very lucky because we're a quite skilled group here and if anyone can find your friends i think we can do that you guys are a skilled group oh yeah we're pretty skilled yeah santana i vanish i I stealth and i vanish magic that's great we wish we had more we only have a couple of magic users so that's useful Inman, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but did you not just see me shoot a fireball at those creatures yeah. and they ran away yelping and smoking? 
So just if, you know, if you wanted to get fresh, maybe think about it first. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to act like you're a big dog here, yeah, maybe think about it first. Get him, yard dog. Uh, to clarify, do you do you want us to save your friends or get to town and see what other I, weird shit's happening? I, I think we should get to town and then talk to the mayors and tell them what's happening and then, yeah, we can figure it out. Yeah, your friends are probably dead. Oh, cool. Thank you. You're, you're a lovely one. We probably were leading those dog things away, and then once Celine saved us, they're like, well, time to go eat all the people. You killed them, Celine. Well, I saved you, so you're welcome. They wouldn't have bit me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, Bachman here. And hey, I get it. Erectile dysfunction is a sensitive topic. And it's difficult visiting a doctor to talk about it because if you go outside, everyone will see you're not hard. Thankfully, through HIMSS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. HIMSS is changing men's healthcare by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. HIMSS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Answer a series of questions on their site, and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed. The process is simple and online, so you can skip all the hard stuff. Save that for your pants. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com greetings. That's H-I-M-S dot greetings for your personal ED treatment options hymns.com slash greetings. Let's get hard together. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Feeling like you're stuck, can't breathe, or that you could explode at any moment? Life is stressful, and whenever it becomes too much to carry, lighten the load with therapy. Recently, I've had life throw a lot at me, and instead of bottling it up like I normally do and keeping it to myself, I started therapy, and now that weight feels lifted off my chest. If you think it's time to let therapy do the heavy lifting, reach out to BetterHelp. It's entirely online, so it's therapy that's convenient, flexible, and perfectly suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then you're free to message, video, or phone call your therapist whenever you need. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash dragons to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash dragons. My favorite spring takeaway, especially after doing taxes, is cleaning out my dang monthly bills that I don't need. When I do my taxes and I go through the lines, I'm like, I spent how much on an MMO I'm not playing? At the end of the month, 
where does all my dang money go? I can tell you right now that with Mint Mobile, my money is not wasted at all on wireless. I've lowered my wireless bill. So cheap, so valuable with Mint Mobile. You know it. A couple years ago, Jennifer and I switched. We haven't looked back. What else am I going to tell you? It just works. I did it. I switched. And I'll tell you what, whenever I go through my bank statements, that wireless bill, compared to what I was paying before, I scream in heavens and I, I do a dance. All right. I'll do a little dance. You should also say bye to your overpriced wireless plans. Get rid of those jaw dropping bills, especially because Mint Mobile is here to rescue you. They have premium wireless plans that start at just 15 bucks a month. On top of that, all the plans come with high-speed data, unlimited talk and text, and it's all on the nation's largest 5G network. Whoa. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, Go to mintmobile.com slash greetings. That's mintmobile.com slash greetings. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash greetings. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fee, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You actually see rooftops kind of come into view. What's really interesting, so you see a very idyllic, very stereotypical quaint town kind of nestled in some very low rolling hills. Some smoke is rising from chimneys. What is not so stereotypical or expected is, is the veritable sea of covered wagons and similar creatures to these rhyme hides spread out around it encamped. As if many, many people from around other towns have come here to celebrate for the first day of the Grateful Gathering. There's going to be no room at the end. Hi, I think we'll, we'll, we'll try and figure something out with you. I'm, I think uh, just giving you a heads up, the, the mayors and the, and the mages council are going to want to talk to you. Because, again, I, I cannot stress it enough. Nobody has come or gone through the dome like ever. It's a big deal. So we're, uh, we're probably going to peacock pretty hard, so... That actually works for all of us. Well, and then, you know, maybe they'll have a little more info on yeah. how things work, and maybe but together we can figure out how to uh, get out of here eventually. But, yeah. Uh, wow. Did not think this is where this day was going. Gotta I didn't have it. that in my bingo card. And sorry that I attacked you, Santagar. Um, Santa Bar. Santa Bar. I was stressed out, and I want to say I think you're pretty cool, and, uh, uh, I don't know you, but I feel like having you in this dream dimension with us is going to be super helpful. So thank you. Oh, hey, no problem. Is it Charles? You watch yourself. It's Chuck. All right. Come on. Um, sorry, Chuck. Uh, yeah, nice to be here. As you pull into town, a huge wave of people like rushes toward you. Ah! The mail had been expected a while ago. It's... This is a big deal for them, not only because of the holiday, but because like, stuff doesn't really go wrong in Winter's Mercy. Out front, you see a tall, a late middle-aged orcish man with a kind of a belly running. You see a 
looks like an automaton creature, a creature made of like wood fibers and metal coming up. You see a half-elven woman in very fine clothes, very nice, incredibly exquisitely tailored winter overcoat leading the pack. You see a humanoid with like wizard's robes and a staff, but their head looks like a reindeer with antlers. They're standing upright. And they got human hands? They got human hands, yeah. They got fingies and thumbs holding a staff. How tall are they? The reindeer fellow is six feet tall. Yeah. Oh my god. How big are his antlers? It's a solid like ten points too. Like there's like a ten point buck. Wow. Is that included in his six feet? His head is six feet. The antlers probably give him another two. Should we just hand out all of these uh, gifts? So they, they rush up, and at first, the, the orcish man, the large orcish man, is the first to get there. Poppy, I'm so glad you're all right. This is, oh, but, and he sees you all. What the hell? And she's like, I'll, I'll explain. Um, it's really fucking weird. Do you want to, do you want to take these? So they kind of have some people take the packages, take the bags, and you got, you all are getting weird looks from a lot of the townspeople kind of just staring down like and you're seeing a pretty you're seeing a pretty varied group you're seeing humans elves dwarves halflings you're seeing quite a few of these humanoids with like the deer or elk like face heads with antlers and and they're all wearing like nice well-made just kind of winter clothes like coats and sweaters and boots and stuff and so yeah and what do they see um so I, I i'm playing chuck he's a hobgoblin who's quite tall big belly big shoulders uh long uh salt and pepper hair uh you know orange skin and he has on uh, plate mail with a, a kind of a green doublet sort of uh over it and he has like a shield and a mace uh, uh, that looks like a very plant-based at his side and he's a cleric as was alluded to rudely <laughs> earlier in this episode, Selena's had a bit of a hair change that had to happen in, you know, in a closet at Ratma at, at the Goblin Pit 2. Her hair is blonde now. And she's just like wearing like pretty like basic. She's actually wearing pants though. Whoa. And like a cloak. Just like normal. Like pretty like low-key. Rurga's wearing the boots they normally wear and some ripped up tights. They were not expecting to go on a winter adventure. So oh, uh, some striped striped tights striped as some people say um and then uh some shorts and i don't know a, a ye old band i think we talked about a band oh my god well what's the the kid the, rock the freaking festival that you would go to yeah the big um <laughs> i forget what it's called Cir- well circus palooza was what we were talking about last episode why did my brain immediately supply it with barfa palooza <laughs> that's what it is now barfa palooza summer fest and uh rourke uh, has little arm cuffs on because that's what you have and then uh is is a bard oh i forgot to say i was i'm a, I'm a sorcerer you never, you never get a good look at Screech because Screech is pretty stealthy. He's always just out of your line of sight. But if you if you do, you'd see he's dressed as a dog, and he has uh, eye eye like a dog, but like with extra eye stalks, like a beholder would have. Um, and also somehow, since we've gotten here and are now in the snow, he's wearing one of those little barrels around his neck uh, with the healthcare symbol on it and a little like spout coming out of it. Perfect. I'm in rescue mode. <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself in the snow. I'm loving it. Like, I need help. I'm in the I'm in the fucking Paw Patrol. Just a reminder: Enwin is a half elf who's got scraggly beard and uh, is wearing ridiculous wizard robes. 
Hell yeah. What color is his beard? It's like brownish. Okay, good to know. Cool. So Poppy grabs a couple of these people and pulls them over. You see that there's like hushed whispers and this and that. And she's like pointing at you and, and hands going. It's obviously explaining and she's kind of giving them a download of what happened. You see a very like strapping um, one of these again deer headed humanoid creatures with like a long bow and a blade sternly telling people to kind of go back about their business kind of give space and then you all are approached just, just hanging out kind of leaning on the wagon by Poppy the orcish man the, looks like an automaton half elf woman in fine silk garb the deer headed man and and they introduce themselves and we'll go around and the first one, the Orcish man, this is Kaz Barleycorn. He is the mayor of Hazel Bluff, the town you're in. And two of them are also mayors of some of the other towns. The automaton, also known as a Wargast, is named Shelter. They are the mayor of Embervale, which is the largest town in Winter's Mercy. It's about a day's trip south of Hazel Bluff, where you are. The half-elf woman in the fine overcoat is named Josephine, Josephine Bloom. And Josephine is the mayor of the second largest town, which is clear across the frozen lake called Shiver Hill. And then the other one is Cedric Sunborn. And the, their ancestry, their type of people that are called Elkin. And Cedric Sunborn is a representative of the Mages Council for Winter's Mercy. And is, is these people the Elkin, are they the, the deer people? Yep. And uh, they're, they're the fourth, the and, and just Poppy would have explained to the fourth town that's not currently rep- represented is the smallest town. It's called Frost Hollow. Their mayor is an elderly goblin woman, and she just didn't feel like making the trip. I, I feel that. Hail and well met, governors. Governor. <laughs> um, and so Kaz kind of, so uh, a little conflicted here because. Poppy, our, our delightful mayor, male, you know, post postmaster general here, says you you saved her. So, kudos, thank you. Uh, she says you fell out of nothing, like the just fell out of nowhere, and you're not from here. Yeah, so um, maybe it would be helpful if we kind of we give our side of what happened beforehand, and maybe Poppy can kind of tell what she saw, and then you can give us some sort of information on what the deal is here, yeah. so that we can brainstorm. You know, well, I, I was going to say brainstorm how to leave, but also just, you know, it seems like maybe something's going on right now. Uh, Poppy mentioned that some, some things have been amiss recently. In no offense, we don't want to be here. Well, we're not, this is not our home, you know? The the Josephine, she's like, mm, yes, so mm, we should um, see about maybe getting you home. Yeah. I don't know how it's, I mean, so do you, do you know how you arrived? Because... I mean, it hasn't happened. Do you have a in, snow globe repair shop? You know, we do. We've got three in each town, actually. We love snow globes. We're lousy with them here, but magical ones that transport you to other worlds, not really our bailiwick. What's a bailiwick? Oh, is he fucking with us? I can't tell. No, no. Literally, no. not a soul has come in or out of the ice dome in thousand years, so... Well, then maybe you should be a little nicer to us. We should, Sounds like we should be guests of honor, we should have big dinner, and things of that nature. The, the automaton is like, I would like to speak with them further and assess whether they are a threat or danger to our citizens. What is your purpose? To, to go home. 
We just magically ended up here. No offense, but like we want to get out of here. Do you wish us harm? No. Hmm. Unless you stand in our goddamn way. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but still, really, yeah. Fireball! And uh, Cedric, the Elkin man, is kind of assessing you, and he's like, I sense magic on him. <laughs> Not on me. Yeah, we. you might say we're a little magical <laughs> as a group. Not this guy, though. You guys are like, Really magical, though? Uh, did you not? Once again, did you not see me cast Fireball? I didn't realize you did that. Who did you think <laughs> did it? It could have been a coincidence. I don't. We just teleported. I don't. Uh, well, it was me. I said, I'm going to take care of this, and then I cast a Fireball. <laughs> um, so next time, keep your eye on it. <laughs> Santa Bar, be cool when we get back, by the way. We're part of the Carney Code now, so be cool. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's all I need here. Uh, yeah, we're, we're magic. Uh, the dog one's not, but uh, he more than makes up with it for things that you would swear to fucking God were magic. Yeah, he's pretty skilled, honestly. I disappear. <laughs> Where the fuck is he? Uh, Josephine, she's like, oh, is that not, that's not your pet. I mean, he's clearly a guy with a fucking mask on. Come on. Jesus Christ. I d- I've never, I mean. Like, what you just did, what you just did? If you want to know, let me hold a mirror up to your face. Is if I ask the elk in here, uh, oh, uh, does he want a cracker? <laughs> well, probably not a cracker, right? That's a parrot. Probably but, like a, 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 a sugar, a su- a sugar uh, cube. Hey, you want to look at this salt? <laughs> you do like some corn? That's what you just did. dried corn? I wouldn't do that. I mean, I do I do have a bit of a sweet tooth, so I'd take it. I would, I would absolutely take it. Well, let's get out of the cold, get some beers. Um, you tell us what's going on. Poppy mentioned something weird going on, and I bet the weird shit has to do with us. Um, I- I've decided that we're not in a dream, but I think this is probably a surprise birthday party for me. Wait, Poppy, where are the other carriers? And she explains, like, the, this weird hail of, like, snow and ice that rained down on them when they're going through the Gingerwood Pass. It's like, she's like, I don't know what happened to them. They might still be out there. It's like, okay. Actually, left them for dead. They call over. He calls over. I mentioned that that strapping stalwart Elkin young man before. Kind of talks to him, and mm-hmm. that is Valen Quickstep. He's what's known as a forest warden. And Valen, and you see Valen gather some other folks, and one of them you see is a uh, a goblin man who kind of gives you all kind of a, a weird twinkling stare as he goes, and he's in, he's also has like these traveler's clothes on. But he's Celine, you definitely get kind of like magical vibes okay. from him. Can I just give us a fucking twinkling stare? They mount up on some rhyme hides and they head off the way you all came. And Kaz, uh, Valen, they'll they'll check it out. They'll let's get you. I mean, you you don't know anything about this place. You say you're not from here, so I, I don't want to send you back out there. You'll get you'll get fucking lost. <laughs> let's get a whiskey and that's tr- that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Strange, strange times, I swear. It makes me want to believe in the old stories. I swear, you know, we're trying to just have our holiday. <gasps> old stories? <laughs> tell us. Tell us some of the old stories. <laughs> this one. Please, sir. He's, he's pulling my leg. I like his one. Yeah, no, a bunch of the more stare. I'm sure it's just some ne'er-do-wells causing trouble, but uh, some of the more superstitious lot, they think it's old cold bones coming back to haunt the Grateful Gathering, but... Mm, that's the second time we've heard old cold bones being yeah. mentioned. So yeah, what's his deal exactly? Uh, it's just a story they tell kids to scare them into behaving. Mm. And what exactly is it that old cold bones does? Yeah, what's his vibe? Like, yeah, like what's he known for? 
Oh, he. Fi- I mean, it, it was a legendary. So the Ice Knight was very much a real person. He saved us. They, they saved us all. They, you know, sacrificed. We still have their armor from a thousand years ago. And can I have it? Uh, old Claude over there is going to wear it at the ceremony tomorrow and hand out presents to the kids. Thanks to you all for bringing the presents. Uh, You're welcome. But uh, Clawbones was like a mythical antagonist villain who would like to like to just ruin fun and wanted to blanket mm. the whole world in desolate snow and ice. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. Well, and did he do that here? Because you guys do. Yeah, there doesn't be a lot of snow here, and, it do, and from what I understand, you are trapped inside. Yeah, I can't help but notice. I mean, yeah, no, it, it is snow here like all year round, but like we get some. It's not bad because like the ice of the dome almost refracts the sunlight, so we can still grow crops in the greenhouses and mm, the Winterfell. You know, just have a warm coat. But you can't leave here. No, no, no. Well, why would you want to? I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's paradise. I Hazel Bluff quaint lovely hamlet you know we got everything we need we got a thriving population across the four towns some hundred thousand or so jesus christ yeah we're good Mm. okay once in a while you get some creatures coming out of the deep woods and they have caused trouble and you know but otherwise we're pretty peaceful no wars or nothing (laughs) we're trying to remember this happens to uh the ice knight sacrifice but you know Y'all save the day. It would have been a sad morning tomorrow if none of these packages got here. So, sorry, what was that about the Ice Knight sacrifice just then? Yeah, so, like, the outside world around us, absolute garbage. Fucking hell. It's, uh, there's this god, uh, Yigras, I can't even pronounce it, y- Yigras Thrall or something. She wanted to, she, she unleashed this rolling thing called the Waste that consumed everything and just turned the world to shit. And, uh... The Ice Knight was a demigod that was kind of beholden to our area, our region, and they sacrificed themselves and kind of used their godly energy to create this protective dome that keeps the waste away. Okay. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So we re- we remember their sacrifice every year with a little little week-long holiday called the Grateful Gathering. Hell yeah. Maybe we should just live here, guys. Fuck that other stuff we're doing. Actually, yeah, yeah. Now let's let's speak on that because what what really is there back home? I mean, Milton. I'd miss Milton a little bit. Well, my Milton, family's Ratma. all there, and it does seem like there's maybe like war starting, and you know. Wait, there's a war starting? <laughs> Don't well, worry about it. there's something is going on. That's what our sources tell us. War is very bad for the circus trade, but sometimes it's really good. I kind of feel like it might be good for the sometimes, circus trade. Yeah, sometimes it's really good. Because then you can just like follow the 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 camps and yeah. just like put on a circus for the moment. Yeah. You guys got any mines? You're looking for owners? Uh, no, not no. It's a weird question. <laughs> this guy, this one right here. <laughs> well, we need to get warmer clothes. We need a big mug of ale, uh, probably. Yes, absolutely. I can detect that you are all in danger of hypothermia. We shall get you some warm coats immediately post-haste. Thank you. I got pretty long fur, so I'm okay. Uh, well, guys, why don't let's, let's maybe take the offering of hospitality. Yeah, take okay? free it's, stuff. It's, there's snow here, so just... Let's not turn things down. <laughs> Can Scrooge get some of those little dog boots? And then he starts walking like all funny. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> can't get salt on his paws. You were brought in and you're taken to like a tavern to warm up. You can give him some warm clothes. 
they introduce you to uh, another man whose name is Claude, Claude DeMille. And he comes over, he brings a tray, and he is this tall, broad-shouldered human man with great jawline, big smile. Claude owns a series of taverns in each of the towns. He holds court everywhere he goes, super charismatic, always the always kind of the center of attention of a party. And Claude was elected this year's honorary Ice Knight. Every year, someone dons the Ice Knight's armor and hands out presents to the kids on the celebration days. I mean, this is actually Claude's third year in a row being elected Congrats. for the honor. Third year in a row, that's a little... I'm not saying this out loud, but that's a little suspicious. It feels rigged at this point. How'd you pull that off? But it's one of those you can tell he's just... He succeeds in a lot of cases. A lot of people take him at face value. He's trying so hard to be as likable as possible to everyone. Well, thank you for your hospitality. You guys are great. And uh, it's been sort of implied, if not explicitly stated, but we're pretty strong. Pretty big deal back where we come from. So if you have any specific issues... Um, we'll be able to solve it. What with violence and explosions? So it was about midday when you all landed. The town's pretty bursting as far as rooms for rent. And that's why most people travel in these, they call them hearth wagons. Mm. They're like these big covered wagons that it's almost like a traveling, uh, like living room. Essentially, it's very, very warm and cozy inside. And But they they set you up and they find some accommodations but before everyone kind of beds down, there's kind of another rustling, kind of another ruckus at the entrance to the town. And Valen Quickstep and his party return with the missing wagons and two postal carriers who are frozen solid in blocks of ice. Whoa. Is that normal? Or? You all witness uh, that, that goblin man with the beard, Thagmir. He is assessing and he's kind of touching, rubbing his hands. And he looks over at uh, Enwin and Celine and kind of beckons them over. It's like, I sent some magic on y'all. You, you can, how you doing? I'm Thagmir Green Eye, mage here, one of the few mages council members. I, I would love your assistance here. We need to kind of do some thawing, but also like heal them simultaneously. Y'all got a touch of magic to you. I have great magic to me. And then I um, pull a quarter out from behind his ear. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I was thinking more of like the like heat to the thumb and also healing magic. So you got, you if got... you want, he, don't. He, Celine is good at one thing only, and that's murdering people. Yeah. I do. I do. Um, I want to help you. I absolutely do want to help you. Um, number one, I can't heal. That's not my, my thing. But our friend Rourke, she can heal. Oh, great. Now. As far as melting ice, I can do that. Okay. I don't know. Put it between my thighs. <laughs> okay. Well, Rourke kind of waves and it's like, all right, so uh, y- y'all, you can do some healing? Yeah, that is that is what I do. She loves it. Why'd you say it that way? <laughs> You're about to save someone's life. <laughs> I, I can help you out with that, too. I want y'all to like, melt it, and then you and me, we're going to like, be quick. On the healing, we gotta kind of do this kind of simultaneously, or they're gonna die quick. So first, I was thinking about once again casting my fireball <laughs> on them, which might not be great because it might burn mm. them. Um, but I remembered I do have wall fire, so I can maybe set the wall fire around it. Yeah, there so you go. The, the fire melts it. Oh, I like that. Like an Encino man. Yeah. I like that. So with that, would you like me to do that? I can do that. That would be great. You you ready to roar? Is you ready? Yeah. All right. This is great. Let's do it. Love new friends. Okay, I cast Wall of Fire around the two frozen 
individuals. Jesus fuck. It melts. It, it bites really fast. These blocks of ice. I mean, it's a um, it's a one foot thick, uh, twenty foot tall <laughs> wall of fire. Uh, Thagmeter was like, all right, now do it, do it. You get there's there's a, a halfling man and a dwarven woman, and he's like to the halfling man to you. Rogue's like, get him, get him, do it now. And he goes to the dwarven woman. I will give them one d8. I assume they don't need that much. Do they need more? I don't know what they need. I don't know what they look like. I'm not a cleric. It's perfect. You're fine. Are they bloodied? Bachman, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) You succeed. They are healed. The mayors kind of rush them again like they did Poppy, and they're asking them a million questions about what happened. I'm jealous. They don't really have any additional information to share. Same thing Poppy had said. They're just, the last thing I remember was like sharp ice, shards of ice and snow and slush kind of raining down on them from all sides. And then they kind of passed out till this moment. The fact that they were so, uh, frozen in solid ice, that, that feels weird, right? Because Poppy, you got that gash in your face. Oh, this, this sounds like old winter bones. Cold bones, but yeah. Night passes peacefully. Despite the chill in the air, there's a vibrant hum and an almost electric feel to the day as the crowd gathers around the town square. Because today's the day, right? Mm-hmm. What's the first day? There's multiple days. It's the first day. The celebration for the first day is called Brighter Dawn. Okay. Cooking fires are kind of rising lazily into the air around the encampments around. You hear children up and scurrying. Claude DeMille, you met last night, stands near a large cache of presents, fully clad in the Ice Knight armor. Keeps the helm closed over his face, and he's doing... Uh, a wave to everyone who walks by. There's dozens of long tables and laden with heaping platters of bacon, sausage, pastries, biscuits, potatoes. Why would we go back? This sounds awesome. The mayors who are present, so Josephine and Mayor Shelter and or er, Cedric Sunborn, the mage, all stand near an outdoor bar where Mayor Kaz is pulling drafts of ale from these massive oversized barrels that are like tipped on their side even like tipped on their side they're still like eight feet tall across on the side these huge barrels it's like 845 this this place fucking chucks and starts crying like this place fucking <laughs> rules this is my dream. <laughs> really, I, okay chuck, i am asleep and this yeah, is my surprise you, party you know chuck i did think you were um being a fool to say we're in a dream but maybe we are look at this as your group is awake and dressed and is kind of heading toward all this. You pass a group of youths engaging in a snowball fight. One of them, an Elkin boy about 12 years old, playfully tosses a snowball at Screech and he shouts, shouts look out heroes, the primal hounds have returned, come back for more. <laughs> can, I, can I bite it out of, the, out of the air? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just like, Hah! you do that. He's like, oh, that was cool. Hey, I'm. You're, are you a dog? What? If I, these people are so dumb. <laughs> this is my dream. I go over, uh, go over, turn around, and then just back paws, spray snow in his face. Oh, man, I'm telling my dad. He's like, oh, that's funny. All right, I, I guess it. That's And this boy, I'm Wyatt. My dad's Cedric. Pat, can, Pat, can I stealth? Stealth what? What are you doing? I'm, I'm hiding. Oh, okay, yes, sure. Go ahead. I got a 25. All right, nobody sees Edwin. Nobody knows where Edwin is. Okay. I'm getting, I'm going to nail this kid from behind with a snowball. Oh my God. Okay, do it. I'll throw a snowball. Then we should hit him. 
I think that would be around a 16. You nail him. You nail him good. Back of the head, knock him over, falls in the snow. Other kids are laughing at him. He gets up. He first looks like he's, like, ticked, but then he kind of shakes it off. And he's, his little baby antler, like, poaches point. Like, he's like, ah, you know what? I deserve that. You got me. I'm Wyatt. My dad said I throw another one, and I try to hit him in the face. Okay. That's a 13. But he kind of waves his hand when you throw it, and it's like it's caught in midair by something unseen ethereal. He's like, ah, nice try. Okay. My dad's teaching me some stuff about magic. And he, like, psychically, like, sends it back at you. Your dad does magic like a backwoods circus performer. I've seen people do better pocket magic than your dad can teach you. I want to do vicious mockery, so now he takes disadvantage on his attack rolls to throw snowballs at us. <laughs> what, Tim? Tim, real quick aside, what is it about my DMing style that makes players want to hurt the children I put in front of them? <laughs> <laughs> he just starts, he sees his lip quivering. Uh, maybe, maybe a little, a little aggressive. I think he's a little young. Maybe. Oh. Don't, I mean, we're, we're in a strange land, like, Okay, yeah. Like, maybe let's not piss off. Who's your dad again? Who's your daddy, little boy? You're just a little boy. Your dad can't teach you shit. He did such a bad job in magic. Is that better, Celine? You said he's little. Oh, oh, well, um, yeah. 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 He runs off. One of the other kids kind of comes up. And to Rourke is like, that was cool. He's all right, but, like, sometimes because his dad is, like, Cedric, the big, like, bad mage, you know? he get, he get Sometimes he gets annoying. What's that kid's problem? It's like if your dad was, like, a powerful wizard or something, you know? Oh, his dad's a powerful yeah, wizard? it's illegal to be a wizard. Is he hot? Yeah. Does he have a mom? Yeah. Oh, she, he does. That sucks. Um... Well, do you think is is uh um is Cedric the kind of guy that would like I don't know like lash out if someone was mean to his child or like what's his yeah. vibe? Yeah, not not. I mean, if 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 he knew if Wyatt was being a jerk face, Cedric could probably be like could be in a little shit, you know? Okay. I mean, he was being a little shit. We can all agree on that, right? I fucking hate that kid. I thought it was funny. You're borderline kid. You're a witness. You're a jury of his peers. I don't know what that word means. Plausible deniability. Well, it sounds like maybe... This is boring. And he, the kid just runs. The other kid just like runs away. <laughs> I whip a snowball at him. We all reach the town square. The feasting celebration can begin. Mayor Barleycorn, Kaz, big orcish man. He climbs up onto a small dais, holding this oversized ornamental holiday cane carved from honeybark wood. This deep voice rolls over the crowd. My friends, my friends, we have gathered here once again in gratitude and appreciation. Many generations ago, our little corner of the world was saved from calamity. When the great ice knight, he gestures to Claude in the... And this is the actual armor that the demigod wore, but has kind of just become this, like, ceremonial thing. Sacrifice themselves to create the great ice dome that protects us. It's our duty to honor the ice knight's memory, but uh, by living life to the fullest. Make the most of what we have for caring for our fellows. Hell yes! He points to you all, and to, and to Valen, who went out and found, he's like... This year is especially special because uh, these fine heroes all help save the celebration from disaster. <laughs> now, without further ado, let the festivities 
begin. And just as he says the word begin, the pile of gifts explodes in snow and ice. Like in a good way? And dozens upon dozens of small creatures emerge. They look like diminutive snowmen, each about two feet tall, eyes of black coal, and like a pair of little icicle tusks sticking out from their bottom lips. This is so elaborate. Does everyone else look like... How is everyone else reacting? Freaking the fuck out. Everyone's freaking out in a bad way. Uh, In each of these little snowmen with the little tusks is carrying a hatchet. And at the center of this tiny snowman horde is a six foot six tall humanoid creature wearing a long trench coat. In one hand, he wields another big honey bark cane like Kaz had. His other hand is not a hand, but a cannon of black iron and silver filigree. His head is a giant sphere of snow with menacing eyes of red light and a mouth of cold briquettes formed in a wicked grin. Standing before the shocked and terrified crowd is none other than the mythical villain known as Baron Coldbones. Holy shit. He points his cannon at the armored, the Ice Knight armored Claude de Millenbells. Happy gathering, Ice Knight. Roll initiative, please. Woo! Is this normal? This is so so great. I'm going to I'm going to jump in. An army of tiny uh, snowmen with ice tusks is so good to me. We're at the gathering and there's hatchet men. Mm, this sounds like uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not in Chuck stream. We're in, we're in roar stream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Patrick, I got an 18. I got a 20. My initiative is 15. Bachman probably got like a 25. Yeah, he a roguey boy. Mine's an 18. All right. Enwin or Chuck, y'all got to decide who's... Enwin, I want you to go first, baby girl. Oh, thanks. I love going first. Man, I'm going to blast the hell out of these guys. <laughs> I hate these bitches. <laughs> Do you want me to just pick something for Screech? Yeah, Screech just go after us. I mean, he probably is going to roll high, but it doesn't matter. He's probably too busy, like, chasing a stick. <laughs> that was a very good Rourke, but Baron Coldbones eked you out on initiative, and he is going to actually focus on Claude DeMille, who's wearing the Ice Knight armor. <gasps> And he is going to fire a burst of this electric blue energy from the cannon. And he does. And he hits Claude to the chest. And it's like kind of like ice crystals form. And Claude drops to his knees. He's just a guy. He's not meant for this. And he and he takes, you can see, he, he lets out a very anguished moan of pain. Rourke, it's now your turn. Okay. So there's swarms of these little, they're called snow toadies, just spreading out everywhere terrorizing people left and right okay i would like to i i think i'm gonna try and cast hypnotic pow pattern and see who i can catch can i catch a multiple of them in a 30 foot cube in a 30 foot cube absolutely uh do you want you could get cold bones and two swarms i'm kind of yes. doing like swarm rules little clusters or three swarms without cold bones uh no let's do cold bones let's see if we can hypnotic okay. pattern him i need him to make a wisdom saving throw okay i'll roll him first for a 15 i did roll a 17 for cold bones wow that's rude jesus but now i gotta roll for the toadies yes that's a fail. Do they count as creatures? Yeah, they're creatures. Okay. It's an elemental swarm. Okay, so they are charmed. On a failed save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration up to a minute while I'm concentrating upon it. 
and it has a speed of zero and it is incapacitated. Okay. It does, the spell will end if any, if the creature takes damage or if someone else uses an action to shake the creatures from their stupor. Okay. Is that your turn? And then I, sorry, I can do this as a bonus action. I'll give Chuck um, Bardic Inspiration. D8. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what I miss? Are we still fighting that kid? You're dead. <laughs> we killed you. Do you want to roll initiative or do you want me to put you in a random spot? Uh, just put me in a random spot. Okay. One of these swarms of snow toadies that was not charmed saw what happened and is going to run, rush up to Rourke. And you got 10 of these little things coming at you with their little hatchets. And they are going to attempt to hack at you. Does a 17 hit you? It does. Yeah. I no, 13. 13, Pat. <laughs> Rourke, I looked up, because I'm also playing a bard, uh, how to get higher AC. Can't do it. Can't, no. <laughs> you take 20 slashing damage. Fuck you! I mean... Okay. Chuck, you see a swarm of these little snow creatures attacking Rourke. You see this Cold Bones villain shooting these bursts of like freezing magical energy at the clawed in the ice knight armor. Mm-hmm. You see two swarms that are kind of standing with days with like, they got like the little swirly spiral things above their heads. Cause they're charmed. There's two of them. And you see another swarm that's just running about terrorizing people. I put my hand in front of my belly and bow low to Enwin. You bowed to Enwin? Cause you're going before me. Oh, right. Okay. So would I have advantage on any of these guys? I mean, uh, Nika, the ones that are charmed, what happens if someone attacks them? Do they get advantage on them? They, I don't know. They break out of it. They're currently incapacitated, so I guess whatever. Wait, they're incapacitated? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. The attack would have advantage, but it would break them out of the stat state. Yeah. That's all fun and good. I'm going to, um, I pull out a short bow. Okay. And... I uh, knock an arrow and I fire it at cold bones or whatever his name. Yep. Is it like a magic arrow or just like a normal arrow? Nope. Michael. This is a normal ass arrow. Wait, are you a fake wizard? Are you just a guy? Shut up. He's a Siegfried and Roy. Oh my God. I'm going to oh expose God. you at the circus when we Give get me back. your damn clothes, bitch. <laughs> that is. All right. Actions. I know how to play a player. That is, ooh, 22 to hit. Hits, yes. Oh, you're so fucked. Nine damage. All right. Love it. Nine Christmas damage. <laughs> Deck this, Hall. <laughs> is that your turn? That's my turn. Chuck. I would like to cast Bane. I would, but this version is a uh, little bit of mistletoes uh, are uh, conjured above. Ooh. Let's see. Let's go all out. I'm dreaming, so there's nothing bad that will happen to me. So I can get six targets. I want to get, obviously, uh, Ice Bitch uh, on top of, and then three more, or I guess five more of these spooky little boys. They need to make a charisma saving throw, please. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm casting this at fourth level, because I really want to make you not have fun, Pat. <laughs> all right. That's a 17 for Cold Bones. I hate you. He had a negative one. I rolled an 18. I, I love you. Uh, swarm failed. What happens to them? Uh, whenever they make an, a, a check, they have to sub- roll. you have to roll a d4 and subtract that from said check. Okay. Okay, that's my turn. 
Okay. Uh, we're on one of the swarms of snow toadies that's charmed. Nika, do they, can they roll an attempt to be not charmed? It's until they get damage taken or until I end the spell. So I'm, I'm holding that concentration. Great. They've got a minute. Chuck, the thing you did did not cause any damage. It's just the disadvantage. Correct. Okay. Screech, you're up. Oh my goodness. Am I close enough to cold bones? You could get to him. Yeah. Okay. I want to sneak up behind cold bones. All right. And I want to, I want to knife him. I want a knife really bad. Do it. Does a 19 hit? Yes. Oh my goodness. I know I'm going to knife again, so I'm just going to roll that. Does a 16 hit? Yes. Ooh, damage rolls are not great. So I did just, I just did a bunch of attacks, right? You do, like I do my attack and then I I add my 2d6 for the sneak attack and I do another attack. So that's 4d6 total that I rolled. All of them ones. What the fuck? No! So 12. 12 damage. Hey, man, it's too cold out here. I get it. It's okay, buddy. This never happens. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming Screech, that's your turn. Celine, it's your turn. Yay. All right. Well, you know I'm trying to, uh, to cast a fucking fireball at the main guy. And then whoever, you know, whoever's in the, the radius of it, so be it. If they die, they die. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to cast it directly on... Baron Coldbones. Okay. I'm going to cast directly on Baron Coldbones, and then it is a 20-foot radius sphere out from him. Okay. A fireball. Uh, and that's a deck save. All right, so Screech, deck save, baby. <laughs> Love to. Oh, wait, Screech is there, too. Okay, now that I got it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Too late, too late, too late. It's a one-shot, right. it's a one-shot. No uh, rules. Uh, well, sorry, Screech. <laughs> uh, ten. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, this is why Rourke and I have healing spells. Right? Okay, well, take... good thing you do, because you're definitely getting hit. <laughs> it's fine. Wait, do are we at, were we at full when this adventure started? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. We'd just taken a long rest. Jennifer, cold bones and one swarm fail, another swarm succeed. Okay. So it's 31 fire damage. Yo, and these ice guys. Yo, his name's yeah. Ice. And then, so for the ones that succeeded, 15 fire damage. Okay. So, Celine, you erupt this fireball and center on it, and it, Coldbones, says, ah, this, this shout of pain. He's still kind of up, but you see, like, like, water streaming down his snowy face, and, like, these, like, rib, these, like, d- almost, like, dents or indentations, like, these, li- like, down the side of his face. Uh, one whole swarm of these snow toadies erupts. Nice job. Fuck yeah. It just like melts in the steam. And then another one is one of the charmed ones. Half of them burst like into steam. Yeah. But the other half are now kind of awake again. Okay. Because of Celine. You know I gotta try to shove shove this guy. (laughs) Just because I can. You love to shove. I would like to try to use my um, telekinetic shove uh, as a strength save DC. Against the boss man. Yeah. And this is like, honestly, this doesn't even do anything. This is just a big dog hem. Yeah. Okay. Just to show him who boss. Slane has a bumper sticker that says love to show. He got a 15. He just barely resists. But he feels it. He knows that I sent it his way. Yes. And I make eye contact with him directly and I wink at him. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. He's going to respond to that with alleged legendary actions. And I need all of you to make dexterity saving throws as dozens upon dozens upon dozens of razor sharp like ice stalagmites, icicles shoot up from the ground. Thank you for the bard inspiration, Rourke, but I still rolled like shit. 12? <laughs> Do I have a d4? 
No. <laughs> Sorry, guy. <laughs> if I was like, please. Um, I got a 17. Better than me, 13. Better than me, 12. 15. Eight. Ooh. A deck safe on a rogue being an eight? <laughs> you dumb bitch. I can't, this is the opposite of what would normally happen, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, you're a good point. Everyone except Celine takes 14 piercing damage. And until the end of Coldbone's next turn, the ice the icicles stay up, and the terrain thirty within thirty feet of Coldbone's is considered difficult terrain. Screech is like, <laughs> I have two HP. <gasps> you, you, get ex- oh you got exploded by fire, and then like that hurt. I I, I need to cool off. Not like this. <laughs> Icy to dull the pain, hot to relax it away. <laughs> so still, uh, there's a charm swarm. They haven't been touched. That's their turn. The fourth swarm is going to dogpile on Claude and start hacking at him. Are they the one that is baned? No. So no one's... Is anyone baned? Or the one that's dead baned? No, there is one that's baned. It was the one that was reduced and cut in half by the fireball. Their their number. There were ten of them. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Top of Cold Bones is going to try and she's really noticed shoot Celine with a cannon I did kind of put a target on myself is a dirty yeah I assume a dirty 20 hits yeah <gasps> yo um can I use counterspell yeah maybe if it's an ability it might not it's a weapon attack <laughs> okay so actually it's a I, sword uh get out of here and actually I don't <laughs> want to anyway because I Unfortunately, I kind of used some of my higher level spells mm. when I shouldn't have earlier. Mm-hmm. That was stupid of me. I should have stopped telling you it was a dream. Celine, I need you take 22 cold damage. I need you to make me a con save. Ah, girl. Uh-oh. A con save? Don't become an ice cube. <sighs> okay. Oh, I rolled so bad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's an 11. Celine is frozen solid. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Damn it. Hey, she looks pretty good that way, right? Like, uh, am I right, gang? <laughs> Rourke, it's your turn. So I'm going to cast Aura of Vitality. And so within a 30-foot radius, I can choose people to heal. So uh, Screech gets 2d6 healing this round. Okay. And that is uh, my turn. That's sick. Does somebody else want to roll those d6s? You can roll them if you want. Oh, if you don't want to, I will. Okay. Please. <laughs> I got a five for one and a two for the other. Sorry. So seven. It's, it's fine. Enwin, you're up. Enwin looks around and goes, fuck it. And then he does cast a spell. Oh. What? He casts Firebolt at the big boy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, There's a 13 hit. He's big. He's so big. I missed. I missed. This is dang it. Just lie to me next time. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can do. All right, Chuck. Uh, Behind the scenes, I did lose concentration on Bane. Sorry about it. Not that it matters, uh, because they're a swarm and I hate them. But I will do a Borling Bond, which is my special peace cleric thing. And when Screech and. uh, Celine, you get to add the D4 to everything. To 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 what? Anything, okay. pretty much. Nice. And as a bonus action, uh, Pat, I'm going to use my fancy uh, uh, hobgoblin feature called uh, Fey Gift, which is as a bonus action, I can cast or use not cast, use the help action, 
And when I use the help action, uh, the, the fella I'm helping gets uh, temporary HP. So I'm going to give my main bud, my, my mentee, Screech, advantage on their next attack. Uh, me and you both get nine temporary HP. I love that for me. I love that for me. So, Chuck, you did all that, those shenanigans. I probably want to move farther away. Mm-hmm. I want to hide behind a big old pig with an apple in his mouth. Screech. Yeah. Go. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take another I'm gonna take another swing at old cold bones. Advantage and a D4. It's a, it's an okay. Ah, that's an even better roll. Probably don't need to use the D4 for the advantage. Yeah, I've already hit I've already hit that first one because I rolled a 16 plus 7. Yeah. Yep. And that was without the D4, so I'll save it for the second one. Yeah, uh 21 to hit for the second attack. Okay, so try try 30 damage. That is so much different. So what's it look like? Paint me a word picture of the apparent death of. So it's got a snowman head. I'm going to say I'm stabbing in the back of the snowman head, but I'm going so fast that there's friction and it's not the cutting and the stabbing that kills him. It's the heat from the daggers melting away the snow. Does it reveal the cranky old man who doesn't like Christmas? <laughs> uh, no, it, he just melts and drops and his cloak and his cane and his cannon just kind of drops and all of the snow toadies that are still there just like immediately melt into water yeah you're all wet that's my dude and the magical ice encasing Celine kind of fades you're still very cold you got like you guess you're, you're I was I- Imagine I'm like soaking wet from from being encased in ice. Yeah. So I'm just like my my teeth are chattering. Like, Ugh. I'll come up behind you and put my arm around you and pull you in. Like there, there, girl. And like Celine would normally be like weird about it, but she's so cold that she actually just like folds her body like into Chuck. For the next minute, we're out of combat, correct? Yep. Okay. okay, for the next minute, I would like to use my aura of vitality. Um, I know that Screech needs healing. Who else needs healing? Uh, I am not at max, so... I'm down 14 hit points. That's all. I, I've taken 14. Oh, okay. I thought you said you only had 14. Yeah. Uh, I'm at 28 out of 50. I'll take two of the eight D6. Okay. Screech, how many hit points do you have? Uh, nine current, nine ten. Ouch. Okay. Um, I will give you... Six of the eight, two d six. So you have twelve d six. Oh my god! That you can roll, Celine. You have six d six, and then Enwin has two d six. We're up to thirty six plus nine. I got a ding dang pee again. Oh my god! This guy loves to piss. Shut up. Go <laughs> oh, piss, girl. I'm gonna grab a drink if he's grabbing a piss.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.